Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Shame. I watched the second half of Shame. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hope you had a happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I completely forgot. That's why we watched this movie. Yeah. <laughs> You forgot, huh? I had completely forgotten what movie we were watching for Valentine's Day and uh, why we were watching a movie for Valentine's Day at all. Um, this was a surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I yeah. didn't know anything about this movie going in. I just remember Nothing seeing a at pic- all. I just saw a picture of Sheets and I knew Michael Fassbender was naked in it at some point. Yep, yep, yep. I knew a bit more. I knew that Steve McQueen had directed it. I knew Steve McQueen directed it. I've been it. wanting to see Steve McQueen movies for a long time. I think this is my first one of his. I've been uh, wanting to see- Haven't you seen The Great Escape? Ha. <laughs> Honestly, the first time I heard there was a director named Steve McQueen, I assumed it was like a white guy. Yeah, I thought it was that guy. Nah, though. It's like this cool black dude who's like made a lot of like uh, cool video installation art. And Ooh. yeah. I actually don't know the background of him. I just was like, that's not the Steve McQueen from- <laughs> <laughs> from the great escape, escape or the blob or the blob yeah uh, uh yeah no he he actually i've seen one of his pieces live it's this a really amazing f- uh footage of a helicopter just flying around the statue of liberty for like three hours and you know it, it's supposed to be an installation that's supposed to tell a story but the thing that you gain from watching a lot of the trailers of the movies he's made i think i watched the first 10 minutes of hunger he has got a great eye for directing. Mm. Like his cinematography is like spot on. There's two things I know. One, it's great cinematography. Two, he loves his long takes. He does. In Hunger, there is an entire scene. It's a 14-minute dialogue scene with no takes whatsoever. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's supposed to be like one of the longest long takes, especially for like a dialogue scene. Um, it's basically like you're watching a play. Yeah, I was going to say, at that point, it turns into play territory. Yeah, especially because, this, the, the again, like the camera... It's not just that it's not cutting. It's not even moving. There's no, you know, the camera isn't zooming in or anything. It's not It's not one of those Spielberg oneers where the camera is constantly changing from like a long shot to a short, you know. A, it's just a, staying in a specific spot. It's staying spot. in one spot. Like you're watching a performance. Uh, and I, I don't know this, if I like that. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that almost, like that's impressive for the mm. actors to do that. But then it also kind of feels like lazy filmmaking in some ways. Right, Because right. like at that point you're just, putting all the burden on the actors, which right. is cool. But why wouldn't you just go see a play at that point? Like it's, it doesn't add anything to the medium. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's, I, of course I'm not seeing this scene, but for me, it just, that's just what I do like. know in this scene, it's supposed to be two characters. Again, I've never seen the movie from what I've heard of this scene. It's two characters who are on drastically different parts, like points of view, drastically different points of view, sitting across the table from each other, bringing their opinions to each other. And I think that's why the scene is supposed to be like that. It's like now they're on, equal footing they're talking to each other and they're expressing that thing there could be meaning behind this kind of cinematography maybe cinematography okay. choice. Might be right. but we're not talking about that movie no we're not we're talking about this movie called shame came out in 2011 did it it was on a bunch of critics like top lists this was number two uh for the year of uh, uh ebert's list this is really second favorite movie of the year wow um yeah there's been a lot of accolades behind it it was it was also well known when it came out to be a really big like title big name movie for to carry an NC-17 rating. Oh, it is NC-17. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I'm watching this movie too and I like I I mean there's quite a I mean there's okay. a lot of nudity in it. There's cuz the basic a premise of the movie is it we're following a, a sex addicted individual. Yes. He yeah. likes the sex. He loves the sex and we're there with him the whole way. 
There's a lot of nudity in the movie, but at least from my point of view, like you didn't, I don't think I saw his dick straight on. I didn't, I never saw, oh, you you saw Faz's bender? Oh boy. (laughs) No. Okay. All right. You know what? I'll just start explaining the plot because it's real quick. It is. Right in there. It's very minimal. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean the Faz bender is really quick. (laughs) No, 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 no. It Uh, starts really quick and says, hey, we're going to show up some wiener. Here we go. (laughs) So first thing, first shot, first thing you see. Alarm going off, dramatic music. Also, the soundtrack, and at least the beginning of this, was like super dramatic, and it felt like Christopher Nolan came in and was like, Hans Zimmer, like, do a thing. Really? That's like, what it sounded orchestra. like to me. Yeah, like orchestra. Interesting. Very, very intense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throughout this entire beginning part. I don't okay. know why. It didn't really, I don't know. It made it, it caused tension, but I don't really know why what that, the, what the purpose was, was for. for. Yeah, tell me about the scene. Okay, so the first out. thing is Michael Fassbender waking up, mm-hmm. butt naked. Oh, this wow. Guy, he just gets it, and then he gets out of bed. Mm hmm. Um, so then it cuts between, so there's a cut between these two storylines. One of them is, um, him after whatever, he's, I guess, getting ready. He goes on a subway and is riding a subway. Right. And the subway, he sees a lady. Mm-hmm. She's pretty, she's pretty mm-hmm. and he likes her and he's a little weird. He's looking at her and I'm like, oh man, this is like, this is how he picks up ladies and he's just looking at her. like kind of like, mm, like, yeah, like actually he's not, doesn't have any expression. I'll right. be honest. He's not emoting at all. No, he's just kind of staring at her creepily. And mm. she's like totally into this, like looking at him. And I mean, like, look at him. He's Michael Fassbender. I know. That's the thing is I was looking at this. I'm like, this was like, if this wasn't Michael Fassbender, if this was any it would other be person. completely uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. Because, <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, I'm crossing her legs. Like, oh, no. And things, you know. But then, you know, she gets up and he's about ready to like follow her and be uh-huh. like, oh, hey, what's up? But she has a wedding ring on. And he just keeps, she keeps walking and he follows her and then um, he loses her off in the crowd. And right. That's it. Right. It's in that scene. But this is inner, this is interspersed between this other scene that's happening. Right. Which is him getting a phone call from, oh, he's getting ready. He's getting ready. Right. So to get the, on the subway. The, yeah. To get on the subway. And it's part of him right after he gets out of bed. He's just naked walking around. He's just, the long shot is here. I'm showing, this is hard to say in an audio podcast, <laughs> but he is. The long shot is between like a telephone and his bedroom. You see him walk out of the bedroom and uh-huh. just flopping along. <laughs> like the, the thing is, is you, Magneto's out. it's literally, yeah, <laughs> it's literally cut not to his head. It's cut to his lower half right. just so you can just see his wiener and the phone. Right. So he's just walking along. So and, we're not even the, seeing his face. We're just seeing his wiener. Yeah. You just see basically, Wait, really? you see his lower half. Yeah. You don't see his face. Like you, you see just it in see the his wiener flopping his into the phone. His face is treated like his, like most wieners are in most movies. Right. It's cut out. It's cut out. Like you see it just minimally like for a flash. Interesting. But his wiener, full on. You just see the whole thing just flopping around. Wow. Um, how, how, what is it like? It's not bad. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Solid. Very, uh, I was like, man, pretty good. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Good. Okay. Um, so he's doing that and he's in a co- phone call from a lady who's like, pick up, pick up. I miss you. All this stuff. Mm. Like I need to contact you. All this stuff. And it's like, who is this person? Like, you know, it sounded like some sort of ex-girlfriend type right, person right. who kept calling and wouldn't leave him alone. Right. Um, uh, so he's walking around, he goes and she's still talking on the phone and he just goes to the bathroom and you can see through the cracks between his legs, he pees standing up you just see a back shot of him peeing and you can see his dick and he's actually peeing. Wow. So I'm like, whoa, that's really good. That's amazing. That must be the NC-17. Cause yeah, you just see his, like, it's just barely, 
hanging out below his legs. Imagine that, like as an actor having a pee on command like that. Yeah, like you probably had to drink a lot. Drink the water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. Oh, I think it is. What dogs do it all the time? What if what if he flubbed a line? (laughs) (laughs) He's a professional. He is a professional. If he flubs the line, you just gotta drink more water and do it again. Like that's uh, that's gonna be. You gotta wait a couple of minutes. He peed a long time too. Did see that's That's what's impressive. It's probably his first pee, unless you think it's CGP. It's kind of. It seemed pretty real. Okay. Uh, I, peed, wanna, I peed quite a few times. This you can relate uh, to uh, yeah, Fazbender in this yeah, scene. I really felt connected to him in that <laughs> this time. This is like, how you get I, the audience to relate to Fazbender. I do stand up and pee naked sometimes. Yeah, it's the best. Gross. Yeah, it's, it's so it's pretty good. I, I, I enjoy peeing naked. Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's why I, I sleeping say, naked, like sleeping naked, getting up, going to the bathroom naked. I saw that when he did that, and I was like. Damn, that's the life. I wish I didn't live with you people. Because <laughs> uh, then I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I do that anyway. I just take the risk. You take the risk. It's a, it's a fucking. Really? It's a Russian roulette every time I leave the, every time I leave the room. I've done that a couple times too. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Just early enough, I'm like. Calculate my odds. We'll see. Yeah, you're right by you're right by the bathroom. I have to like. You got a little bit more walk. Like I could open up the door and see right there and be yeah, like, oh shit. Exactly. Michael Feist Vassbender's here. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he's a uh, he's naked. <laughs> he's naked. He's got no clothes on. Yep. I'm very shocked. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So you're cutting back um between this scene as well with like a second minor story and the story is um he's hiring a prostitute mm. and the prostitutes like what's up eh. what's the prostitute look like she's just a lady i don't remember honestly any kind of description hair color i think she might have been like she was brown skin i don't know okay where okay like, she's nice i don't know <laughs> i don't know i didn't pay attention okay. um all right you were too busy looking at his michael Fazbear. yeah <laughs> i was seeing i was looking at him like man that underwear is tight um <laughs> And yeah, so they have sex, I guess. They mm-hmm. don't really, she just strips for him and then you're like, yeah, okay, I'm bang you. Right, right, right. So that's it. And then, uh, I forgot I wrote about this stuff. Okay. Um, yes. So, obviously, Michael Fassbender working at his company, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they took away his computer because of a virus. He probably looked up porn online See, at, I, at work. No, I, I didn't understand that until now. <laughs> Like literally told just, just now. Just when I told just you just now. Because like, why is it making such a big deal about this virus? Because maybe it's just because <laughs> nowadays <laughs> it's pretty hard to get porn, like a virus from porn on your computer unless you're really stupid. I get there's a lot or of Or addicted. Yeah, but you could be addicted and smart about it. That's true. You know, be like, oh man, I gotta stay away from those like weird click sites. Don't, <laughs> don't ever click the ads. Have an ad blocker on, you know? Yeah, don't yeah, go yeah. down any of those like only stay trusted sites. Right, right, right. I'm not gonna mention your names. Um, <laughs> you know, you think you'd be an expert at that. Right. You know, because kinda, he's done it for so long. He's done it for so long. But, but he's know. also like, I mean, that's the thing about addiction too is, is like, it's. You're looking who, for that weird, crazy shit. You're looking for the crazy shit, but you also aren't like in your complete right mind all the that's time. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably looking at weird stuff. You're just stuff. desperate, especially yeah. if you're at work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So but yeah. that's so that's what that was all about. I guess yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that's by the way not revealed later in the movie. I'm just making the educated guess here that no. It's, the going. thing is, it's revealed in my half, and I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stupid. No, like for some not. reason I didn't predict, put those two together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I don't know what he does exactly. He just works at this company. He just works at a company where he looks support all day. Pay, pay, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he has a boss. Yeah, he has a boss yeah. who's like kind of friends with. He goes on escapades with him anyway. Escapades. 
Anyway, he then masturbates in the company bathroom. Okay, like everyone does. Yeah, everyone does that once yeah. in a while. On their, yeah. on their one lunch break. Yeah, reveals, gets some stress out. Yeah, exactly. Um, he keeps really getting- working on this project. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit my sales goal this week. <laughs> I won't get a bonus. This is all I could do. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 25% commission. <laughs> 100% completion. <laughs> this is the kind of thing you say in public in your in your restrooms. When you're masturbating in public. Yeah, yeah exactly. And trying to be... Uh, Discreet about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but whatever gets you off, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, so he's masturbating so, so, the, so, yeah. so, I don't know. At some point, something happened at their company, and they're all celebrating. Uh-huh. And the coworker, I assume it's his boss, is like, I'm gonna hit on, I love bitches in suits. And he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. He did not say that. He said, I like girls in suits. Yeah, do but not. But he's a dirty, disgusting man. So I think, I just imagine that he said that. Yeah, okay. He Why says, is he a disgusting man? Oh, oh, well. I guess you add to it. Yeah, I'll explain a little bit. Okay. But he's like, yeah, I love ladies in suits. And he goes over and he's like, I'm going to go hit on this lady. Fastmore's like, he's going to mess it up. And mm-hmm. she, he goes and tries hitting on her. He's like, she's like, okay. He's like, I got some attention to details. She's like, okay. Well, and closes her eyes and says, what color? Uh, green or blue? And he's like, uh, 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 green. She's like, wrong, brown. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 okay. I guess it's I like good details. details. Whatever. Can I buy you guys all drinks? I buy small drinks or whatever. And she's like, uh, you know, I'll just pay for these drinks. It's fine. But she only says that after Michael Fassbender shows up. Mm. Michael Fassbender, unlike this guy who's trying way too hard. Yeah. And uh, he shows up and she goes like, oh, you're a ninja. And the guy co-worker guy goes, who ya ninja? And I'm like, what is this? Some fucking like, did he watch a lot of Chris Farley comedy and was just yeah, like, this yeah, is how like, I hit this, on this women. Is how women. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks love Chris Farley, right? Fuck, I missed the best part apparently. Yeah, you did. Oh man. Um <laughs> so yeah. Michael Fassbender shows Michael up Fassbender there instantly. And, and, and sploosh. Nah, kinda, yeah. So yeah. she he goes like, hey, you dance with me. And she's like, eh, not Michael Fassbender, the co-worker guy. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I want to. And then she goes anyway and dances with him, but doesn't really seem into him because she's just staring at Michael Fassbender the whole time. Yeah, and course. Michael Fassbender's like, eh, I'm not going to dance. I'm just going to stand here mm-hmm. and be all like aloof. <laughs> aloof. Because when you look like that, you can just not do anything. You can just not do anything. Yeah, exactly. Know, like aloofness is hot. It is hot, especially when you're Michael Fassbender. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Um, then the afterwards. He sends his coworker, Fastbender sends his coworker out on a taxi. Mm-hmm. And uh, his, bo- he, his coworker yeah, boss guy. Yep. Okay. And he's walking back home, and who knows? That lady comes up and shows up in, in the car and is like, hey, do you want to ride home? And immediately the next scene is them banging on her oh. underpass. There you go. Just fucking just like crazy. And just then going to town. Yep. Yeah. Um, You've gotten her underpass. Yeah, which is also <laughs> weird because, like, I don't know how things, I don't know how this stuff works, but I feel like he has a nice place. Why didn't he just take her back home? They just couldn't. They I just, just couldn't, couldn't wait. I guess. Themselves. Yeah, I guess yeah. they just had to. The tension was too tight. And mm-hmm. had to... Maybe he's never fucked under an underpass before. He's Maybe like, that was on his butt. Maybe you know, it's the only way I can get off is so fucking in weird it's places. It's on his bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so he gets home, and someone is in, a, is in an apartment playing music, and I'm like, oh no, this is, this is what is it? Who is this person? I'm like, it must be that like weird ex girlfriend or whatever that mm-hmm. is calling the him. The one that was calling him, yeah. And uh. He gets a bat and opens up his um opens up his bathroom, goes, I'll fucking kill you. And it's this lady goes, Ah and she stands up and it's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? How'd you get in here? I got keys. You gave me keys. I'm like, Oh, it must be the ex girlfriend or whatever. Right, right. 
And uh, she's like, I'm sorry, I almost killed you with a baseball bat. And she's standing up completely naked, too. You, can see, you know, everything see exposed. Everything. Yeah, everything exposed. What's going mm-hmm. on there? Um, and he's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. And she's like, whatever. Don't. He's like, don't use my all my towels. Like, get out of here. It's like, kind of like a weird weird relationship where he's like, uh, kind of annoyed by her being here. But doesn't seem like mad. Right. Just kind of more annoyed. annoyed. Yeah. 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 Um. Have you figured out who she is yet? Not yet. Okay. Um, and then she's, so I'm like, okay, excellent person. So he's then laying in bed watching porn. Cause throughout this time he's watching porn randomly at ter- certain times. Right. He's addicted. He's addicted. Yeah. So he's watching porn and he what hears, kind of porn he, watch? he hears her, granny, uh, um, animal. It doesn't, it's just moaning, women moaning, oh, whatever okay. that is. <laughs> whatever it could possibly be. It's probably be. straight porn. I don't know. A- ASMR Who knows? maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to sleep. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he hears her arguing with someone and saying, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. And like apologizing, like take me back and all this stuff. And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck is going on? Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then she's like, come see this like show. I'm going to be singing in it. He's like, oh, fine, whatever. He's like, I'm going to be singing. I'm like, she's a singer. Okay. So ruled out. She's not a prostitute that got, because I was like, is this a prostitute that he really likes? Right. Let's stay around. Because she was mentioning like, oh, this guy's being a jerk. Can I stay with you for like three days? And like, is this just a prostitute? Just hops around like a world-class one. Right, right, right. And just stays with people because she knows him really well. No. connections. Yeah, no. Okay, she's a singer. Okay, so she's traveling because she's a singer. Right. And she's got a gig. Right. So he's like, fine. He goes and goes back to um, work, talks to... Her, his coworker, and she's like, "Yeah, that's great. Let's go out again tonight. Let's oh. go out and do that." And he's like, "Fine, whatever. You can come hang out to the singing, to the thing. singing thing." Right. It's like that sounds classy as shit. Let's go <laughs> immediately. As soon as they get to the place, fancy place, very nice, high class. Mm-hmm. First thing he does, comments on the like the hostess's ass. The other guy, what an animal! I know. Goes what down, goes, pig. sits down, and is like immediately starts hitting on the waitress. It's like, "Oh, you gotta like, where are you from? Brazil?" And she's like, "Yeah, Rio de Janeiro and all this stuff." And he's like, did you get a Brazilian? <laughs> Might as well have said that. Yeah. And he's just like, ugh. So she walks away and he's like, she would be offended if I didn't hit on her. <laughs> and Michael Fassner is just She's like, from Brazil. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I made an interesting- Why did I bring this guy So along? I made a very interesting kind of point with this guy is like a macho- sex man mm-hmm. on the outside, but Michael Fassbender, who's actually like addicted to like sex and can't get enough of it. Right. He's very quiet about it, reserved. He's not making any moves. He's not being like gross, disgusting about it. He's actually being like what seems to be fairly respectful for the right, most part. Right. Um, He's able to keep him like reserve himself. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he but, can't, it's also but probably, he can't also like he's distracted. You know, it sounds like he's distracted from work sometimes and things like that. So getting, it's affecting him. He's getting viruses at work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's probably because he's got this big stash of porn back at his house. Like he's able to keep himself in check because of that. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see later in the movie. Um. So, oh, so by the way, he tells he, he says, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go watch my sister sing." And I'm like, "There you your go, your sister. <laughs> your sister, huh? Yep. <laughs> I'm an only child. Yes, you are. I don't know what it's like, but if I opened the door and saw my cousin standing there naked." <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck? I'm closing my eyes and leaving and not just stand there and stare at her in a whole fucking conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking weird. Now, as a person who does have a sibling, it is weird to totally have a conversation with the other person naked, but you've grown up with this person 
like I used to shower with my brother when I was a little boy. When I was a little boy, I did that with my cousin too. Oh, okay. But, we but you still wouldn't little. do that as No, an adult. not now. That's fucking weird. It is it is fucking weird. And you get later on in the movie too that it seems like they had a really weird childhood. Like they didn't they weren't raised in the best things. You it's never actually said outright. I don't know if it's said earlier in the movie mm. how they were raised. Not really, no. Sounds like they were raised in a really weird childhood. Here's the thing I was really fascinated about with this movie, because that's the only other thing I knew about this movie, is that we're following a sex addict and his sister comes to visit. And I was like, oh shit, is this going to be like an incest movie? Like, I thought that's what this movie was. I thought, I thought as soon as I heard that, I'm like, this might go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was especially very like, Especially with that. Like, ugh, I was like, like oh. the first time we're introduced to his sister is not and only is she And that was her on the phone, too. Yeah, exactly. She was like crying and like very like... Pick up the phone, pick mm-hmm. up the phone, and all stuff. And I think that's kind of masterful. I didn't even know this is how she was introduced. I think that's masterful because they don't outright say who she is at first. They so say you're sissy, but sissy could be anything. Anything. It could, it could be, be her name. People name people shitty names all the time. Sissy's a sissy's shitty a name. terrible name. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. a name you name a dog, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Or it could just be an affectionate name for somebody that you've banged or whatever. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. All those dogs you bang. <laughs> The only reason I say that is because my um, I wonder where this. Oh is God, going. yeah, I broke myself into a hole right now. Uh, the only reason I bring up the fact that people beg dogs. No, my my when well, my grandma got her dog from the pound, it, its original name was um, Sissy. Sissy, but we renamed it because that was a shitty name. It's a shitty. What'd you rename it? Misty. Much better. Much better. Much better. Much Did better you bang name. it? No. Good. <laughs> I do not bang dogs. All right, good. I'm glad. Contrary to what I might have actually sounded like I said, I have to clarify. All right. So, anyway, so she's a singer and she's a, she's a singer. Okay. So she does a whole, this is long take, buddy. Long take of just her singing, just this close up of her face singing this entire song of. I want to be a part of a New York, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The entire. That was in the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the entire song. <laughs> Did you not like it? It Did was okay. It? it was just a little bit long. Mm-hmm. She was a pretty good singer. Um, who's the actress who plays her? Carrie Mulligan, Casey Mulligan. That's what I thought. It's Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Okay, that's the name. And it was a Mulligan. Um, give me a Mulligan. It's Carrie Mulligan. Yes, it's a the right Mulligan. Get a, <laughs> a hand of cards. You Mulligan that one away and get the Carrie one. <laughs> so I get carried away with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Carrie Mulligan is the singing, sister. and it's cutting back to Michael Fassbender. He has kind of like a weird look on his face, like mm-hmm. kind of like it feels uncomfortable. But yes, yeah. and I'm like. Hmm. This yeah. is more of that weird incest thing. See, ha- okay, see, I want to bring this up too. We've been bringing up Hitchcock a lot lately. We talked li- lately. We've talked about, um, you know, a lot of like things Hitchcock did. This was one of the things he's said is you take a person who's making like either a face that could be smiling or a neutral face, and then you intercut it with a thing, and the audience is left to make the decision of like what is in the thoughts of the person. That's looking at that thing. Mm-hmm. So I think this is kind of brilliant because was he making any kind of facial expression whatsoever? A few, yeah. What were they? Like, like smiling. It looked. It just looked uncomfortable. Like, it, like he had kind of like a, like he would look away, but he also was like couldn't keep his eyes off her. It was would you, strange. Would you say he felt shame? Oh, mm. oh, mm. oh. Let me tell you this real quick as we continue into this movie. Last week, we talked about a movie called Wild Hogs, and I said that that movie should have been called Gay Panic. Yeah. This movie was so adequately named. Like, this is exactly the right name for this movie. Yeah. Almost every fucking scene, we see Michael Fassbender in a sa- like in the sense of, like, ultimate shame. Like, there's some form of shame on mm-hmm. his face at some point in the movie. So that's probably what he's feeling. That's probably it. You're right. Um, 
So song ends. Mm-hmm. She goes and comes back, and coworker man's like, "You're amazing. You look good in a dress." And like, <laughs> are you Brazilian? Uh, you're the best. And she's like, "Oh, that's great." And he's like, "Yeah, um, let's let's get champagne." And Michael Fassbender just has wants to no fucking like does not like clearly does not want to do anything to do with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he reluctantly is like, "Yeah, we'll get champagne. We'll get extra drinks, whatever." They hit it off. They're driving back in the taxi. They're already making out. Michael Fassbender's in the corner, just like fuck this. And I'm yeah. like, that sucks. <laughs> and then they go into what his, a third wheel. So oh, even worse. He goes. They go into his, oh his place. Oh god. And he's like hanging out there. He waits for a little bit, and then he goes in, and they're just like they're like banging, talking, talking to each other. Oh, they're talking. In, in his room. Oh. And then he's just sitting there and getting kind of like frustrated. He's getting frustrated, like punching things in the kitchen, like not like super. No, Tommy was so. Status destroy the, <laughs> like room. the room, destroying yeah. things. He's just kind of like pushing things around, like eh, like I'm kind of pissed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he starts to get undressed. And I'm like, what is he doing? And they're just starting to have sex, right? And you can just hear it like loud and clear. Oh, jeez. And he's like, and I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. Like your sister, like he's having sex loudly in the other room with yeah, your boss. Yeah, with your boss. Like that's yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. Does um, he start jacking off? That's what I thought he was going to do, but instead he gets his clothes on and goes for a run. A Thank long, God. extended take of a run. Right, right, right. I honestly he, thought he was going to start jacking off. He's trying to run off that shame. I guess. He's yeah. trying to run away from his problems. Exactly. Instead mm. of confronting them. Because he could have confronted them and said, hey, stop fucking in my bed. <laughs> you know, like a normal person would do. And that's the thing. Oh, do you know that about his boss? No. His boss is married with children. Oh, yeah. His boss is... I didn't know if he was married or separated, but I knew he had children. Sounds like he's got a family. Okay, so, so he probably it. couldn't have gone back home with her. That's why they had to go to his place. Oh, man. Because Carrie Mulligan doesn't have a place he's to such go a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, dude. Yeah, I know, man. He's such a, he's a cuck. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, oh, God, and he even, like, came back, and the first thing he does is he cleans the sheets. He just oh! throws them in. He just throws them in the washer. That's why it's on the, the cover. Yeah, well, also, that's the very beginning shot is the, oh. the sheets are like that. Okay. So he gets new sheets, goes to sleep, and then his sister crawls in the bed with him and like cuddles him like really closely. See, this and, is weird, and I'm right? like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he just goes, get the fuck out. Yeah. Get the fuck out. He's disgusted and just by yelled her. And then just starts screaming at her like, get the fuck out. And then she leaves or whatever. And she's mm-hmm. like, it was cold or whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, his boss, or he goes back to work and mm-hmm. he gets met his boss. He finally has his computer back. And the boss is like, uh, come to my office and says some bullshit and like has his kid on the screen or whatever. And he's like, hey, what's up? And didn't mention a thing about his sister or anything. Mm-hmm. But he says, hey, computer is fucking filthy. There's all sorts of crazy shit, like all this porn. I'm talking like hoes, sluts, anal, double anal, penetration, interracial, facial, man, cream pie. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. That's the answer. And immediately he just goes. So I was like an intern, right? Like, who has time to do all this stuff and get all this work done? He's like, yeah, intern. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Here's another, so, and then immediately another strange scene happens. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pouring sugar into a, his coffee or whatever, and a coworker co- shows up. Mm-hmm. A coworker just says, this is, right afterwards, they go on a date. But this is the first thing that they see, and they say, she just goes, you really like your sugar, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Cut to the next scene. 
Like they just stood and looked at each other for a while, and then she walks away. That was and that's it. it. And then also they're going to get sugar, or not sugar. Um, well maybe they'll get sugar. <laughs> they got some sugar. Uh, go go dinner. Is it's it the strange. the black lady? Yes, black lady. Okay, okay. Um, what's her name? Do you know her name? I do not know her name, unfortunately. I think her name is Marianne. Marianne? Marianne. Because, yeah, she's, he, I, of course, I'm introduced in this scene. Yes, that's how yeah. you're scene. They're on the date. He seems kind of hesitant to go on a date because he shows up a little bit late, but he seems he sees her sitting there. Why does he go on the date? I don't know. But there's also a scene beforehand where he's looking at a high rise and there's two people like banging on the high rise, like in, like against the, really? against the screen. Or not the screen, the, uh, the, glass. the window. Yeah, just banging. Really? Yeah. And he looks at him for a while and then he goes, like, goes to his date. Looks in the date window and is like, hmm. And he goes in. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's a very interesting, thoughtful scene. Yeah. Um, and then they start talking and they do like normal small talk stuff where it's like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. You know, how many sisters and brothers do you have? Do you have any? Are you a smallest child? Young smallest child. Are you the youngest are child? Are you the smallest child? <laughs> you know, I'm going to ask on this. <laughs> you should ask. The, not if you're the youngest or the oldest. Are you, are you the, the smallest, smallest or are you the biggest child? <laughs> Let's talk about what really matters here. Age is just a number, man. It's all about mass, bro. It's all about mass. You're the biggest child. Like, or could you like fight your siblings? Would you win? <laughs> if you were to fight your siblings, yeah. Would you win? Would you beat them? Like, would think you- about it. If you had to fight over your inheritance, like, would you fucking kill? Would you kill your brother? Would you be able to do that? How would you kill them? No just weapons. Physical ma- no, you, listen, just you. No, no weapons. No nothing. Hand like, on hand. Like fists. Just are you gonna gouge your fucking eyes out? <laughs> are gonna like crack your head open? Like, can you do that? Or would you lose and lose like your life and your money? That is a great opening line yeah. for a date. <laughs> to never see them again. Never ever. Um. Yeah. That's about as well as this date goes, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And she orders some food, and the, the waiter's being really weird, not really helping the situation because he's like just being strange about it and saying, just, he just really seems to be not having an off night, this waiter is. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's about where I came from. They just ordered food after okay. the weird smart talk. And they were. Um, deciding on the wine, I believe. Is that what they were, they were talking about? They were talking about maybe getting the Pinot Noir or something? Yeah, like that, that around there. All right. Fassbender's at the table with this black lady. She says that she's recently divorced. Ah, okay. And uh, he says that he doesn't see the point in marriage and relationships in general. And this kind of weirds her That's out. weird. That's a really weird thing. That's a weird thing to say on a date. On a date. And that's what she says. She's like, why are we even here? Like, what are we even doing right now? Like, okay. You know, and he completely dodges the question. And he says that you see couples on dates, like even in a restaurant like this, and they're sitting across from each other and they're not saying anything to each other. You know, this is usually a thing that you hear people, especially people who are like serial, um, you, know, they, you know, they're never really in relationships or they're in too many relationships. Yeah, yeah. They say that a lot. They say, you know, people at, at, at tables together, old couples at tables together hardly ever talk to each other. Because you don't need to. That's what she says. She says, it's probably because they're so connected they don't need to say anything to each other. Yeah. So we already see there's a difference between the two of them. Uh, she asks what his longest relationship is. He says that it was four months. Whew, and that's very short. That and that's what she says is like, wow, like you weren't even trying. He goes, that was me trying. Damn. Next scene, they're walking home, and uh, he tells her to touch his head, and um, he apparently he has a problem with the back. Oh fuck, I should have paid more attention to this scene. Apparently there was there was a childhood injury. I guess him and his cousin were playing, and he knocked himself against a wall okay. and knocked him out for a really long time. Uh, like he lost consciousness and he peed himself and now he's constantly got this issue with the back of his head. Um, so that's a thing. Is it flat? I have a flat head. I don't know if it's flat. It, we didn't see it. That's the thing. Is <clears throat> yeah. She just immediately realizes that it's weird. Um, then they, he tries to make, he, he tries to make more conversation cause there's an awkward pause. He asks her and I'd actually, I just asked you this question. 
He asks her if she would rather live in the past or in the future and be anything she wanted to be in those time periods, what would she be? And he says that he'd want to be a musician in the 60s. And she says that uh, she would like to be here and now. She wants to be what she is. She wants to be right now. Hmm. And he says that she's boring. <laughs> but again, this- I was going to say, she wouldn't want to go in the past? Yeah, right? Or the future. What would yeah. you want to be? Ah, future would be cool. Future? What would you want to be in the future? I don't know. I don't know what, I mean. I don't know what the job market's like in the future, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a stupid a question. Maybe I wouldn't want to be in the present. She's right. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's the thing. Is is she's clearly very comfortable where she is. Of course that white man would want to go back in the That's what huh? I was about to say. He's like, I want to go back in the 60s. And she goes, oh. oh, the 60s are horrible. And he goes, what are you talking about? And it's like, uh. you're talking to a black lady. Like, not only was her race horribly, like, treated horribly back then, she's also a woman. Like, women do not want to be anywhere in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like, any time in the past, women were horribly treated. Yeah. Like, usually. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, this white male wants to be a musician, huh? Yeah, oh, wow, sure it was great being a musician in the 60s, white guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they finally reach the subway, uh, which is her stop. They say goodnight, and he says that they should do this again, and she doesn't seem interested in the idea. Like, he almost forces her to say, like, so, did you have fun? Do you want to do this again? And she sort of offhandedly, as she's walking away down the subway, say, yeah, totally. And that was the end of that day. And I took this as like, okay, clearly she didn't like him. He didn't like her or she probably, he probably only liked her physically, you know, and that was the end of that. So Brandon arrives back at home. It's empty. Um, Who? Sorry. I should, I was saying his real name. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Arrives back. I thought you were going to go with his real name. Michael Fassbender arrives back at home and he calls for his sister. No one's there. So he immediately goes into the bathroom and starts masturbating. <laughs> like you do on a failed yeah, date, kind of I, I guess. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know that. <laughs> so he's in the uh, bathroom <laughs> masturbating. And then his sister bursts into the apartment and into the bathroom and sees him. And he's embarrassed horribly. And she laughs at him. Because it's like an awkward thing to see, of course. Yeah. And she's his sister. So she's like, haha, that was funny. And he is ho- so embarrassed. He is so full of shame <gasps> that he bursts out of the bathroom, holds her down on the couch and starts screaming in her face. And he's completely naked because he was just jacking off. So he's completely naked at this point, holding his sister down, shaking her on the couch, uh, saying, like, get out. Like, I hate you. Get out of here. You know, like all this stuff. And at first she thinks he's like joking. But then she starts crying because he's hurting her because he's, mm, he's so overcome mad. with this like emotion, the shame. Shame. Right? shame. Shame. So then he goes back into the bathroom and she apologizes through the door, but he just ignores her. And then she like gives up on apologizing, goes, sits down in front of his laptop, opens the laptop up or no, the laptop's already open. And there's just a fucking cam girl on the laptop. And speaking, was looking at, man. speaking directly to Michael Fassbender okay, that part's weird. saying, Hey, Brandon, Michael Fassbender. No, she, she goes, hey, are you Michael Fassbender's girlfriend? We should like totally like get naked for him. I'm sure he'd love it. And then Michael Fassbender comes out and closes the laptop in front of her. Like, again. I feel like that's not how cam girls work, but okay. No, like it sounds like somebody that, of course, he's got a great job. He probably pays for her oh, like to like directly like, yeah, to directly like communicate yeah, that's with true. Him. Um, so then he closes the laptop and slams his bedroom door. It's a premium service. Sisters. Yeah, man, if you're going to pay for I that. I mean, I guess he's stuff. paying prostitutes and stuff, so. He could probably afford it. Yeah. He sits alone in shame 
and he purges his apartment of all the porn. He purges it of his laptop. He throws all of he throws away like his sex toys that he plays with, like uh, sex. I don't know, like pussy sleeves or whatever the fuck they're called. What are flashlights? They called? Flashlights. Yeah. So glad I didn't know that right offhand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we see the next shot of him is him sobbing, uh, like crying because he's gotten rid of all these things in his apartment. He's purged him completely. And they keep doing this shot. Um, McQueen keeps doing the shot. He always shoots Fazbender, especially later on in this movie, as after he's purged himself of all this porn. Shoots Fazbender from behind with Fazbender's head bending over. And it looks like he's headless. Like mm. for a while. It looks like he's headless. Like he's gotten rid of a <clears throat> major think, part of his body. I don't think there's any scenes like that. I think it's because he's gotten rid of there something a, so integral to him. There are a lot of scenes. That might be true. There are a lot of scenes of um his kind of shameful acts, mostly mostly of masturbating, like coming mm-hmm. from like above. Right, right, right. Being right. shot with him being lower. Interesting. Like someone's looking down on him. Like God's view something or something. Like that, yeah. That's usually what Scorsese does. Yeah. Anyway. So Fazbender comes into a building. Oh, I guess it's his work now I realize. Comes into a building? Man, he's just open. He's really into kinky stuff. He enters his work and he immediately just starts fucking making out with Marianne, the black girl he was on uh-huh. a date with earlier. And uh, they start kissing each other. Like, she's fully into it. I, okay. I guess she really likes his coffee. And um, <laughs> really likes all that sugar. All that sugar. And then he takes her to this high-end apartment hotel room. I'm assuming it's the same one that he saw that person banging on, like, banging in. Maybe. Before his, because. Does that have a giant window? Yes. Okay. I'm out of you, Big yeah. windows, looks out upon the street below, and it's clear he wants to fuck her in this room. So. He's brought her to this place and he does coke in the bathroom without like her knowing. Oh, then comes like out drug stuff. Okay. And I think it's because of what he's about to do. He starts passionately like kissing her and they like flop in the bed and start removing each other's clothing. Like they're clearly about to bang in, in this yeah. room with all the windows. And then he starts, he prepares to actually start having sex with her and he can't get it up. Oh, can't do it. And he's, and he sits on the edge of the bed and then he leaves. Shame! <laughs> Damn. She says it's okay, and he looks down at the world from above in this apartment, and um, she asks if she should go, and he says sure. And there's a hard cut, get it, hard cut, mm. to uh, him fucking some random blonde escort in the apartment. See, and this, this is what I love about this movie. Huh. This is what I love about his character. This is what I love about this scene. He is not turned on by the idea of a passionate uh, emotional relationship. No. This is clearly a debilitating addiction yeah. that's physically hurting him because he's not able to get it up in an emo- in an emotional situation in a, in a place where he it's it should be appropriate for both uh, parties to get it up. Yeah. He's clearly only able to feel this when it's a um pointless uh, a, a, a situation of of no actual emotion whatsoever, where it's clearly just a physical act of getting off. Yeah, wow. and so he's just and and guess what? He's fucking this prostitute against the window, like huh. like you saw like earlier. He he's Does acting. She look up. This Marianne look up. And go, huh? <laughs> I wish, huh? That and looks it's familiar. It's, it's even more interesting now that I know that he's seen this before because what he's doing. I, I, God, that's amazing. Actually, yeah, I he just sees about, a thing and is like, I want. That. I want that. 
and he's recreating something he's seen before, much like probably because. And, and that but the pro- problem is, is he can't even do it with someone that he cares about. Like, seems to actually like almost have emotional connection with. Probably because she's not able to recreate what he thinks uh, that what he actually gets off to, which is like this hyper hyper uh realistic not even realistic like this ridiculously caricatured sense of sex which you see in pornography yeah you know like that's what he thinks should get him off what he should be able to attain what 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 what, emo- what emotionally gets him off but he can't actually achieve it he can only achieve it with a person uh that can bring him that kind of uh situation mm-hmm. that's fucking depressing yeah that's really sad yeah, it is and it's something i didn't realize until just now no um so yeah and then she uh, she's trying to put her bra on after they fuck, and she says that she's got an odd hook, and that's why her bra won't come on. Metaphor. So Fazbender's watching TV. This one is another long take. This felt like I was watching theater. <laughs> so he's watching TV back in his apartment, and his sister comes and sits down with him. She asks him if uh, he can give her a hug, and so he hugs her, but then he starts saying that his boss isn't calling her back and that he's got a family and that she should feel ashamed for herself. Huh. She says that she's sorry and she didn't notice the wedding ring. And he says that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that she's sorry. He says only actions matter. And he says that this isn't working clearly. Them living together isn't working and she needs to go away. Okay. She says that she's got nowhere else to go. He insults her and says um, that he doesn't need to help her uh, and that she's trapping him uh, in this situation. Uh, she says that she's trying to help him. And uh, he accuses her of playing the victim. She says uh, that if she wasn't here, that they would never talk to each other. As siblings, they probably would never speak to each other ever again if she wasn't here, which is probably true. It's true. He never answered her phone call. So. Exactly. And uh, she and they start just they just start accusing each other of more and more things. Finally, he insults her having sex with his pervert boss. And she says that he should be the last person that's judging a person's sexual relationship. Yeah. She's very true. Yeah. And he doesn't know what to do after that. He doesn't know what to say. So he just... He got owned too hard. He did. So he just leaves. He just leaves his apartment. Yeah. Probably the best move. And he says that when he comes back, she's going to move out. So this is a great mirror of apparently the scene that opened the movie because we're seeing two different scenes at the same time. Mm -hmm. We see him on the subway. And at first we think this is immediately after conversation, but he's like bloody and his cheeks all busted and it's really late at night. Why? Because... Here's the scene that happened before he got on the subway. Oh. He's drunk and he's in a, a bar in a club. No, he's in a bar. He's at the bar. And this lady walks up to him and they start like talking to each other. And he starts hitting on her and saying, like, because he's just so like overcome with emotion at this point. And he's probably hasn't jacked off in forever, too, because he's gotten rid of all his porn because he was so ashamed of That's it. That's the only way he can probably get off anymore. Exactly. So he's sitting at the bar, she comes up to him, he starts hitting on her drunkenly. And she's like, I've got a boyfriend. And he says, does your boyfriend eat you out? Because I love eating girls out. And he starts like fingering her at the bar. Ugh. And she's loving it. Oh, what? Uh, okay. And because apparently his, his her girlfriend doesn't, or his boyfriend doesn't eat her out. And so then his her, her boyfriend shows up and he's a big And he's fucking, like, I do eat her out. <laughs> and he's a big motherfucker. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Fassbender is so drunk. I gotta say, this part is pretty great. He's so drunk, he just fucking stuffs his fingers in the boyfriend's face, and it smells just like... (laughs) Wow. That was pretty fucking ballsy. And so her boyfriend just beats the shit out of him outside the bar. So he's 
sad and he didn't get what he wanted. So he's walking to a bar that I guess he usually goes to like a club and he tries walking through the line. But the the guy at the club's like, no, you're not coming in here. You're all fucked up. Yeah. You're all fucked up. You're not getting in. So he looks across the street and he sees a gay club. Uh-huh. He's like, I guess I got to go there. Huh. So he goes in the gay club and there's a bunch of guys making out and sucking each other's dicks. Not joking. You just seen that. Like Wait, this, really? Yes. Oh, wow. It's you, one of those. Guy, yeah. Yeah. It's a full huh. on like a uh, bathhouse. Like, you know, guys are like, it's like you see glory holes. You're seeing guys wow. fucking each other in the walls. Uh, okay. And Michael Fassbender is walking around and he sees a guy and he starts making out with him. And then he immediately pushes his head down and like gets a force forced blowjob from the guy. Oh. And you just see his face and it's so full of shame. <laughs> oh, that's what this movie's called. Exactly. And I'm not saying it's, he should be ashamed because he's having sex with a guy. I'm saying he's shame because He's being brought to a point where he's doing something he clearly doesn't want to do. Well, he's also not finding, like... Emotional... Also, yeah, like a nice guy. He's going to, like, a place where it's like, everyone just fucks each other. Exactly. So... Uh, So then he exits the gay club, and he's shot against this deformed glass, which I think is a great shot, and he gets a call from his sister, a voicemail, and he hears it, and it's his sister breathing heavily, um, and she's, like, labored breathing, and then she starts apologizing... And asking him to come home, please. And then she finally says, like, look, we aren't bad people. Uh, what she say? She says, we aren't bad people. We just come from a bad place. And then he thanks him for letting her stay at his apartment. And all of this is intercut with a scene of him going to some whorehouse and just fucking bitches. Like, it is this distorted Goya looking scene where you're just seeing like flesh rubbing against each other. You're seeing him. How is this NC 17? <laughs> but you're not seeing it. You're seeing a lot of nipples, sure, but I never <laughs> saw his dick or anything. Oh, okay. And you're just seeing, you're like, fucking. You still can't show an erect penis, dude. That's true. Even in NC 17. I don't. I don't know. I, don't I see it that. every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't offend me. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'm pretty happy I still got it. <laughs> And they cut to his face after they after you see all these scenes of him just like like emotionless sex this like sex yeah. with no actual like emotion behind it you just see his face and it's so full of like sadness and and he looks so forlorn and it's so full of shame <laughs> so then he goes home <laughs> <laughs> after this whole romp mm-hmm. and he's in the uh, subway and. Subway finally reaches his stop, and then he starts hearing sirens. And Subway has stopped on the the track, and they say that there's a police investigation, and they need him to get off the subway, and it looks like someone's jumped in front of the train. Oh. And I thought it was probably his sister, but it wasn't. It was just something that happened. But he immediately starts getting nervous, because he's like, fuck, my sister's been home all night. I just got this super scary, like, voicemail. I'm going to go home. So he runs home. He runs home. He runs home. And long shot of him getting in the elevator and we're like there with him. We're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he goes into his apartment. Now I can hear the Hans Zimmer music starting to play. It's this big orchestral like music. He goes into his apartment. He's looking around. He goes into his bathroom, covered in blood, blood everywhere. What? Sister's on the ground. She's cut her wrists open. Oh. He holds her wrists, trying to keep the blood in, sobbing. Now we can't hear him anymore. We just hear the score. He's pulling his phone out. He's calling the cops and he's holding her tight. I don't know if she's dead, but I do know one thing. He is so ashamed. <laughs> she's in the hospital. 
he hangs his head. Again, he looks like he's headless. Uh, he then sees how many cuts she has on her wrist. Apparently, she's cut herself a lot. Ugh. A lot of cuts all ah, over her wrists. I don't like that. No, this was, these aren't, but the thing is, these aren't fresh cuts. These are. Oh, she's been doing it for a while. She's been doing it for a while. She's a uh, broken person. And again, I think this is supposed to be another thing of like, he probably wears cuts too, but not physically. Mm. You know, he probably also deals with just as many emotional issues and he deals with it in just a, an, a just another self-destructive way for, mm -hmm. of that. Um, and he like rubs her like cuts and then she wakes up and he calls her, or he calls him a shithead and he pets her head and comforts her. And then the next scene's him walking around the rain and he looks really sad and confused and he shivers and cries and he sobs and he falls to the ground in tears. And then the next scene, which is the last scene, is him in the subway again and he looks just like into the mid ground and he sees a woman staring at him, a really pretty woman. It's like a redhead. And uh, she's looking at him, looking up and down at him. And she gets up and moves a little closer to him. And he's standing in front of him. And he's not, he has no emotion whatsoever. And she's wearing a wedding ring. And for the same lady. The train comes to a halt. And he's just looking. I think he's thinking about what his next move is going to be. End. But was he full of shame? So! Shame. <laughs> well, what I'm really looking forward to is a sequel to we call Regret. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward definitely. to. Definitely, man, that is a that is an ending. That is an ending. It's definitely an ending that I was expecting. Where it's like, what do you think he's gonna do now? Yeah, exactly. like, what, did he change? Like, what is it? I don't know. Well, that's the question I want to know too. Is is this just a recreation of the scene from the beginning? Probably similar. It sounds very similar because it has a wedding ring in it. It makes yeah. me think it's almost the same person. If not, it doesn't really matter, honestly. Right, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he changed? I mean, because he was just he was just confronted with like his sister, like laying there. He just had this big, like shameful night full of you know unprotected, uh, sad sex yeah. with random strangers. Um, but again, it's an addiction, you know, and yeah. it takes more than just a horrible thing to happen to him. It takes actual work that me, who knows if he's going to put it in, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's also an interesting thing about like, I think the fact that he is a, uh, person who works in like a corporate office and all this stuff and hangs right. out with, you know, people that are like dog, like his, his, you know, a dog's actually doing like kind of gross things, but it's like, that is very easily condemnable. Right, right, right. Where it's like, oh man, this dude like slept with another girl while he's married or whatever. Oh, also he's like outwardly treats women gross. Right, right, right. But then there's like someone who has like, I feel like he has the emotion to feel bad, obviously, because he has shame. Obviously. And he's doing all these things, but he's doing it all privately because he's so shameful of it. Well, another person is out there almost celebrating it. Right, absolutely. In, in a weird way. Right. But he, on the other hand, is just so desperate to feel something more. Mm -hmm. And that's that's another good question, too. Like, is his boss also, like, does he have a sex addiction? Is there clearly a difference between what his boss is doing that's and what he's point. doing? I don't know. I think that's what the... That's but that, I mean, the thing is, is, like, he's such a person that you just not expect it from. Like, oh, yeah. I was in that office, too. Like, that, the girl we went on a date with, she probably had no idea that he was, like, a crazy sex fan. Yeah, exactly. He, um, yeah, I mean, you look at a person, you this. don't expect them to go back home and masturbate all night. Yeah. Looking at porn, you know. His fucking closet was just full of porn mags and wow. like, tapes and shit. That's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. He like, doesn't just do a full digital like subscription, you know? I, I mean, who knows? Maybe. I mean, clearly his subscription at 
um, that cam place. That cam place. And obviously, I think you need that because if he were to just throw his laptop away, that wouldn't be as visually, you know, amazing. <laughs> yeah, if, you're right. You know, you need to have unsubscribe. all that physical. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> it's it's, just have, Leaning over the trash, the recycle bin, yeah. he throws it in, <laughs> right clicks, empty. It really does feel like a purge when he's like actually yeah, emptying yeah, like true. boxes and bun boxes. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, the thing is, is we do, we were making fun of like sex addiction on this, obviously for joking purposes. Comedic but effect. Yeah, comedic effect. And everyone made fun of like, I remember like Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant and all that stuff. Right, you know, right. the, the most prolific people who were like sex addiction was like, ha ha, that's funny. That's just men. It's like. No, there, no, it can be debilitating. No, it can be way worse. It, yeah. it can become a problem where it's like, and obviously, and that's the other thing too, is like when you have like a drinking addiction, that's obviously also very shameful, mm -hmm. but it's something a bit more public. Like yes. you can drink in public. You can or, act this way. In yeah. Public. And also like, it's a little bit easier to hide, like not easier, but yeah, I guess it's easier to hide. Cause when you're like, I'm horny, it's not like you're hanging out and like, yeah, can't control yourself or whatever every night. Yeah. Like you're home alone with this thing that you're protecting. Yeah. And obviously people do that as well. Like yeah. people can do that with any kind of addiction, obviously with a lot of drug, hard drugs, oh, people yeah. do that as well. That's true. But with like a sex addiction, obviously too, there's, I mean, I guess that's the other thing with any kind of addiction, it's going to cause emotional and physical detriments yes. to your uh, social uh, interactions with social people. interactions with people. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But I mean, that's the thing is because it's so similar to the other ones, it's understandable that it's treated in a similar way. Here's one thing I go ahead. Uh, well, so what do you think of this movie? You think this movie's pretty good? I thought it was beautiful. I thought it brought a, a lot of things interesting to the forefront. Yeah. Um, I thought the biggest problem was that Michael Fassbender came out of Croft's credit of dick in the last half of the movie. Like, if if I hadn't seen the first half, I wouldn't have liked him. Honestly. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. Like, but that's that's almost a flaw of the, the movie watching. Yeah. I feel like I really like this movie. I felt like some of the pacing was a little weird, like a lot of long... I know he loves his long shots, but yeah. I feel like do a long shot if it's going to add something. Right. Like him, like, watching mm -hmm. his sister sing an entire song. Like, See, I was going to say that didn't really add anything. Yeah, exactly. But him running for that long, like, it was a long sentence, you know, it was a little bit more impactful because it's, like, running away from things. Right, exactly. But, you know, whatever. That's his art. That's his style. That's fine. Right. The one thing I don't really like um, is the part where you said that he got something wrong with his head, and it's a little weird. Like, yeah. I almost wonder if that's, like... An excuse, I agree. Like, is this supposed to be an excuse? Like only people that hurt their head yeah, are like, people that have this physical detriment. To yeah, them. it's like maybe people, some people just have that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like I think. Injury. Okay, it could be because that, that's the thing. It could be that, or it could just be another sign of like this is to show how bad his childhood was. Yeah, that could be true. Like, yeah, like it could just be. Yeah, could be like a thing to add on to it. Because we hear nothing about his childhood other than his sister saying we come from a bad place. In that story, and all, yeah, I, the interactions with the sister was so weird, though. Exactly, and that's the mean, one thing I didn't really, I also didn't really. I don't know. I guess that would make sense because then he probably had a strange thing with sexual boundaries within family. Totally, too. like he probably, I don't know, maybe that's the other thing I really like about this movie is it doesn't tell you anything. No, it just it, kind of it shows you it. these people. Like, and that's the interesting thing too. Like, I get to know this guy pretty, and like, I get to know him pretty. Uh, I think I know him a little bit better. Pretty well. I think I know him a little bit better. You know him a little better. I saw true. Man P. <laughs> I saw Man. But that's the P. thing. You know, and you've seen so much about this person and the choices he's made, but you don't really know him. You don't really know what his life was like before you saw. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's, uh, well, like he said, actions matter. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
I, I like this movie. Yeah, I like the, the more I talk about it with you, yeah, the more honestly, I get to when, know. I, when I watched it, I was like, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I, I, like, I, was I, was, like, I was going and I'm like, what did people think about this movie? Yeah. Like, I kind of liked it, but I don't know much about it's it. It's almost like you have to see the whole movie. <laughs> And it all comes together. I'm kind of ashamed to have just learned this just now. Yeah. I, I think I really the thing it. is, um, uh, I was going to say, one thing I liked about this movie too is also very short. Yeah. It's only an hour and a half. It didn't, despite I, having those long scenes, this, it felt like it told a complete story. To, like I ran through the last half of this thing pretty quickly. Yeah. Like a lot happens emotionally, but not a lot happens like, like, you know, there, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like, the conversation between him and his sister is a very long take between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I just ran through it really quickly. But when you're watching it, it is very hard to watch because at one point he's starting to like, he grabs his sister by the face, like by the cheeks, like holds her tightly. Ugh. I know. And it's, it's a very, that's why when I had learned the original plot of this movie of like, it's the guy who has a sex addiction and his sister comes to visit. I'm like, I do not know where this is going, but this sounds very fascinating. I don't know. There's, 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 clearly there's clearly a uh, a reading between the lines of this movie mm-hmm. that i just cannot grasp but it's there you know what i mean yeah and i like it that's what i like that those are the kind of movies i like yeah, there's right. something that i i'm clearly following and there's something i need to fight for a little more yeah and you can have to digest it and i gotta digest and dig mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed that i'm glad i could dig it with you buddy yeah me too man happy uh, valentine's day happy valentine's day even <laughs> did you guys have a good valentine's day you should watch this movie or did valentine's you just day. feel shame <laughs> Or did you just stay home and masturbate in the bathroom? Uh, <laughs> or did you just day. go to work and masturbate in the bathroom? <laughs> please tell us on our Facebook and it Twitter was page. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. Yep. Uh, yeah, please go to our Facebook and Twitter page and tell us what you did, if it was happy or whatever. You can also email us if you don't want everyone to know about your shame. You can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Did you like this episode of this really depressing and like thoughtful film? We have other thoughtful and depressing films we've seen, like Seven Samurai and The Deer Hunter. Yeah, that was- uh, you can check those out on our Instagram Instagram. You can check that out at our iTunes, our uh, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. We have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. Uh, what's the Instagram? Is it at the other half podcast? podcast? Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't follow us there. We also post there pictures, videos, everything we can get. Yep. Um, but yeah, while you're on our iTunes and our uh, Google Play and our Stitcher, please leave a five star rating review while you're there. No matter what it says, we will read it on the show, even if it is like a super depressing thing about sex addiction and how we got it totally wrong. And we might have. who knows? Probably did. We probably did. But you know what? I think I got to know, if not addiction or sex addiction better, got to know this character quite a bit. Mm-hmm. A people like this. It opened, sure up to, opened up to a little bit of mind to something that everyone kind of makes fun of. Yeah. And or uh, just doesn't understand. Yeah, exactly. And it makes I'm, you think about it and go, hmm, wow, that is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's really debilitating. And I'm glad. I'm glad we watched this film. I'm yeah. glad we also talked about it because if I had just seen the last half of this movie, probably wouldn't have thought it was that good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Thanks for going on this adventure with us, yeah. everybody. Um, and thank you, Ethan. Yep. Um, so yeah. What are we going to do now? I don't know. Yeah. Not feel shame though. I'm so ashamed. Why are you ashamed, Mike? Um, yeah, let's go to bed. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to bed together. Good night, everybody.